Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another super awesome mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? Really well. Can you believe that we are 20 episodes into 20 our podcast? 20 episodes. This is incredible. And you were only supposed to be a guest on the first one. <laughs> it's true. I've, I've had quite the we run. We really have. <laughs> we keep, yeah, yeah. I mean, we keep bumping George Clooney, who's like, hey... <laughs> When am I coming on to uh, to guest host? And I'm he's like, been a real good sport about it, has. to be honest. You know, I mean, you know, he's yeah. as fun as you think he is, and uh, <laughs> absolutely, he really is good spirited <laughs> about you know Sam are just continuing to uh, to be on the show. So, yeah, I'm I'm holding on as as long as I can, <laughs> but inevitably Clooney will be taking my spot. It's just it's gonna happen. Just hang in there. <laughs> in there but you know what you're doing a great job in the meantime i think the people really enjoy hey, it thank yeah. you yeah i appreciate that and you know um one way to tell us if we're doing a good job uh is actually if you listen to us on the apple podcast app you could go into our super awesome mix page and leave a rating or a review um prefer- preferably five stars so that i'm not depressed for like a week or two <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) but listen to your heart, right? Like don't, yeah, listen to your heart. If this really is five stars, give it five stars. Okay. If it's not, don't leave a review, right? Like go talk to somebody, figure things out. Exactly. Then come back when you're ready to put five stars. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that would be, that would be great if, uh, you know, we're 20 episodes in, if you're, have been along the ride with us uh, and you're on, on Apple's platform, we really appreciate those reviews coming in. And uh, and we might even read one of them um, on the air like we did in our That's last right. episode. You never so. know. You could be next. You yeah. could be next. And if you're not leaving a review, definitely follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. Now on with the show. Samer, this week we decided to take a look at, well, we decided to restrict ourselves to the first yes. track of albums. Yeah, this was um this was actually a lot of fun because what I realized is that in picking these songs, I ended up with just like a list of really great albums. It was actually like a really fun way to just basically introduce people to like, hey, go listen to the rest of this album because this first track is sometimes not even the best on the album, but it certainly tells you what you're in store for. Um, and that's kind of how I built my my six songs here. I, I agree. I went in a similar fashion just with a song that like makes you want to listen to the rest of the album. So it may not have been the most popular song from the album. It may not have been the most memorable song. But I felt like for that album, like great opening track will really just make you want to listen to the rest of it. So that's I think we had similar criteria here. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. So let's get into it. You had track one, and it was A More Perfect Union by Titus Andronicus. Yes. Um, 
I actually got introduced to these guys um, by an invite to go see them live in concert with some friends of mine when I was living in Dallas. Uh, who were big fans of them. And so it's a, it's actually kind of, if you get the chance to be introduced to a band live as your very first time listening to them, that I feel that that's kind of like a really unique way to experience it. So I purposely didn't really want to listen. I kind of knew, you know, the genre that they were in. Um, but I just, you know, went with, with open eyes and, and an open heart to, uh, to like what I was going to be in store for. And then it was a just a fantastic show. These guys are so high energy. They're like kind of like rock, punk, um, but they have like just amazing lyrics, you know, they're not just like screaming for the sake of screaming. Um, and this is just, this is like my favorite album of theirs. Um, and what a great way to open anything. So it starts with a reading, um, of a speech given by Abraham Lincoln, which also really hits home today. Um, just about how like the United States could never be taken by, by a, uh, you know, an invading force, but instead, as, and I quote here, Abraham Lincoln, if destruction be our lot, we ourselves must be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we will live forever or die by suicide. And then it just immediately hits, like the music hits and you feel it. Um, and and the rest of the album is just like, it takes you on this great ride. So I had to start with this one as, as my own track one to this mix. Well, and it's, I think it's really special to be the opening track on a mix of opening tracks. Yes. <laughs> it, it reminds me because as you know, listeners can probably decipher, I was a pretty cool kid. And so in college, I was in the math society. And one year I was the treasurer of the math society. And I was like, guys, wow. I'm the math guy. Cause you always make the treasurer like the math guy, right? In your club. <laughs> sure. So I was the math guy in the math club. So it's like, to me, mm-hmm. that was the pinnacle right there. And so you must have just been, I mean, how many friends did you have, Matt? <laughs> I, I can't even count, right? <laughs> I can't even count how many. Um, and that's why people keep coming back. It's that quality content. It's, it's just everything we bring to the table. But anyway, I right. thought of that here because I was like, man, the opening track to a mix of opening tracks has got to be pretty special. Um, the other yes. thing I loved, you talked about their lyrics. One thing stood out, and I don't know if this was intentional on your part, but they do a take on a Bruce Springsteen lyric from Born to Run. Mm-hmm. They say, tramps like us, baby, we were born to die. So, you know, a little bit yes. more negative than, than Bruce was talking about, but still, <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah, this song, yeah, this song really is, basically it's a love letter to New Jersey. Um, my my lyric that kind of made me laugh, that I, I learned this, like looking up the lyrics, he has a line here, do the Jersey slide. And so I looked up what the Jersey slide is and, and I just started to laugh because apparently it's defined as quickly changing three or more lanes on a highway to reach an exit ramp, often without signaling. <laughs> I think often without is is kind of selling it nicely. It is always without. Like, there's no signaling Also, I'm, <laughs> anywhere in the state I of don't Jersey. know if that move is exclusive to New Jersey. I think I've seen that right. around the country. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it is. Um but here it's done with just like a special brand of gusto, perhaps. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, great opening track, a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's talk about your opening track. You went with "Somebody's Baby" by Jackson Brown. Yeah, so I love this. I love Jackson Brown. He's made appearances on on our mixes before. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the opening track. He wrote the song for the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and this was yep. the first song off of that soundtrack. And so. Um, it's not on any one of his albums. It's been featured on greatest hits albums, but otherwise that's been, uh, 
that's where it debuted. But um, I love the song, and I love that. Um, I love that movie. So I kind of took this as an opportunity to plug the movie too, because I think a lot of our younger listeners may not have seen that one. It is. It is a movie worth watching. We talk about a lot of movies like Breakfast at Tiffany's that still. I don't think I haven't seen it. I have have not, you watched I have it yet? I've not gotten around <laughs> to seeing Breakfast at Tiffany's. No. <laughs> yes, but um, this is one that is absolutely worth watching if you've not seen it. I think I think it's kind of a timeless classic. Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and this soundtrack too. Like we we had a, a post recently on Instagram um, about favorite movie soundtracks, and this also came up actually a, a number of times because I mean you've got tracks on here from Sammy Hagar, Jimmy Buffett, Stevie Nicks, Don Henley. Like, what what more could you want from from a soundtrack? <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. it's a very '80s soundtrack. But back then it, it was it was not just hey let's take a song let's license a song from these people. It was like let's get these great artists to write an original song for this album. And so soundtracks were very much just like, that's the only place you could find these songs. The (laughs) eighties, just a golden time, golden time for movies and music. (laughs) Nothing bad came out of it. Okay. Nothing bad happened in the (laughs) eighties. And we're moving on. No national shame of any kind. Nothing. Let's move on. Let's move on. End of topic. (laughs) Okay. Track three. Uh, You went with Tell Em by Sleigh Bells. Now, I had never heard these guys, but I was like, oh, my God, I love the energy of this song. This is incredible. Yes. I was actually going to ask you if you would listen to them ever before because... They, they're smaller for sure um they are listed as experimental pop uh which i love all these genres that i keep discovering i, I really wish <laughs> if there's not like a taxonomic chart somewhere that someone should make it because there's so many branches um but yeah this opener i mean like it it hits so hard and the album this is like that barney uh from how i met your mother like it, it's all up yeah, from here yeah. <laughs> like his mix that he makes and that's basically this album like it's all up from this opening um there there's very little slowness on this track and i used to listen to it um actually when i would code it's really good if you like code or you need to do something that's kind of focus heavy um but like focus, but high energy. So kind of like staying up late and coding. And I also use it working through my, my MBA program. Um, it's really good when you're knocking out homework and, and that sort. So yeah, really fun. They actually have a new album coming out soon. There's a single that just got released um, and they're fun to follow on Instagram. So yeah, tell them by Sleigh Bells. And Sleigh Bells. I mean, if you've got a new album coming out, you should come on the show. I agree. Yes. Let's get them on here. Yeah. Yeah. If you know Sleigh Bells, reach out. (laughs) Let's get them on the show. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Um, Track four. You have like one of the greatest songs I think ever. Um, because It's just such a happy, happy song. And it's a great album opener. Wouldn't it be nice by the Beach Boys? Yeah. So a few years back, a friend of mine, and I, actually, I say a friend of mine, a Facebook friend of mine, but but we are friends, but just not someone I talk to all the time. I'm sure everybody has sure, like a million sure. of those people. But he <laughs> yeah. made some comment about the Beach Boys album Pet Sounds and listening to it from beginning to end and how it should only be listened that way, right? And uh, obviously I was familiar with the song Wouldn't It Be Nice, but I listened to the entire album and just beginning to end, it, it's just incredible. And uh, this song especially stands out. I mean, the music, the lyrics, everything, uh, just, you know, incredible. This is probably peak Beach Boys, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Although, you know, Kokomo fans are probably going to flood me with comments after I say that. 
<laughs> but really, uh, no, it's it's great. It's a great song. It's a great opening song to just a fantastic album. So do yourself a favor and just listen to uh, to the whole thing because most great albums, you know, I found myself. You said the same thing earlier, but I just found myself turning to great albums, not just, and mm-hmm. that's where the great opening tracks were. Absolutely, yeah. And this is this is a timeless one as well, all the way from 1966. That's crazy. Yeah, I've got a lot of range on my pick of, uh, I think, opening tracks. Yeah, this is want, the like, oldest one. Do you want a five-star award for that? <laughs> is that what you, you know what? I want a five-star <laughs> review. Speaking of which, not to not to double back, but if you're out there listening and you're enjoying it, leave us a five-star review. Okay, track five. <laughs> you got all, all we got. Um, I'm giving Chance, Chance the Rapper's the lead name on here. I think Kanye yes. West is on here and some other folks, but... Uh, yeah, all we got, Chance the Rapper. Yes, um, opening track to uh, an album he released in 2016. Fun fact on this album, it's actually the first streaming-only album to win a Grammy. It was released, uh, at least initially, exclusively on Apple Music. Um, great opening verse, you know, hey, this ain't no intro, this is the entree. Hit that intro with Kanye and sound like Andre. um trying to turn my baby mama into my fiance she like music she from houston like auntie yance like such good rap so well done (laughs) i know that's that immediately like got me i mean it's a great track but yeah i wrote down those same lyrics i was like god that's so good it's so good it's so good yeah and and the rest of the album like doesn't disappoint um there are just some amazing songs in there he's a storyteller um, this is kind of like gospel rap in a way. Um, his um, his Christianity like really like helped kind of write a lot of the songs, and and you hear it like coming through. Like he's just like it's just a great album. Um, he's he's an amazing storyteller through his through his music, and this song is really just all about how um, he's saying that music. You know, the the line repeated over and over is like music is all we got. Um, and what he's saying here and kind of, kind of helps him with this is that it's like the only thing that really brings like life fulfillment and satisfaction for them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an, uh, it's an amazing album. It's worth listening to if you haven't listened to Chance the Rapper. I haven't listened to the whole album, but yeah, I mean, just based on this track, I, I'm kind of with you. This kind of opened up a whole bunch of new whole albums I want to get into. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope it does the same with our listeners. Um, all right. Track six which would be the halfway point if you're listening to us um, not on Patreon. If you're on Patreon, in fact, this is uh, not yet the halfway point because we got four extra bonus tracks if you are a patron a supporter of Super Awesome Mix. But having said that, track six, we got All I Really Want by Alanis Morissette off of the incredible album, Jagged Little Pill. It is an incredible album. Everybody had it. I mean, this was my senior year of high school, I think, when this came out, freshman year of college, somewhere around there. And of course, everybody knows you ought to know, and that's track two. And mm-hmm. you know, you obviously can tell she's upset when you listen to "You Ought to Know." But when you put on the album and you hear this song first, like there's no slow build, like in "You Ought to Know." Right. This song gets right into it. Like I love the emotion behind this album, and the line that I always love is, "Why are you so petrified by silence?" And then she says, "Here, oh, can yes. you handle this?" And the track just drops. And it's silent. And yep. then she gets back into it. And I'm like, God, that's so good. Like this was probably my so favorite good. song off that album. But it's it's the opening track of I mean, an album people have probably heard every song off of. I think every single uh, they released every song on this as a single, I think. But yeah, I, I just love this one. 
That was the uh, the section that I highlighted too that I was going to bring up if you didn't. Um, the why are you so petrified of silence part is so, so good. This album, I was, um, this is actually one of the ones of all the ones that you put on here that I went back and listened to the whole album like a couple of times because it's, it was such a great reminder of like, oh, that album really rocked. <laughs> like, it is so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it sold like a trillion yeah. copies. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yes well done good choice good thank choice. you uh so track seven you went with kissing the lipless by the shins yes um my favorite album of theirs i believe is shoots too narrow and i got introduced to the shins i think like a lot of people at least in my circle from the um garden state soundtrack and have loved them ever since and I think this is actually my still my all-time favorite song of theirs and it also so happens to be the opening track to their album so it had to go on this list um my favorite thing that just makes me laugh is that the opening line is called to see if your back was still aligned (laughs) (laughs) which I I can't even read it without laughing (laughs) because I really I'm gonna start to call you Matt and just be like hey is your back still aligned (laughs) (laughs) which the longer we do this show is going to become a more relevant question you know, <laughs> I'm only going to have right. more back problems the longer we do this show. Yeah, just getting older. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's a great song. It's a great album. Um, and it's, yeah, it's absolutely worth listening to. If if you are one of the few who haven't, and no shame, because there's so much music that I've been introduced to through even this, this podcast that I'm like the last person on the planet to know. Um, but if you are in that group that haven't listened to the album, this is an amazing starter one for you to get introduced to the shit. Well, and also amazing. You'll appreciate this because you love the band. Um, my son's first soccer team was called the shins, which oh, that's is a great. great youth soccer team name. <laughs> and it really I, don't, is. I forget which parent thought of it, but they're like, yeah, we're going to call ourselves the shins. And it was because they love the band. But I was like, God, that's so awesome. <laughs> It's very appropriate for running around all 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 day yes. long. <laughs> and uh, I think so many other teams, parents were jealous because they were like the dinosaurs, you know. <laughs> they were made fools of on the field. <laughs> yeah, we went over ten, but you know what? We were the coolest kids out there. <laughs> yeah, people almost wondered if you did it on purpose. You were so cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right um that's great so your next pick of course of course <laughs> but no but you know what i will defend it. it it is a good pick and i'll let you explain what i think you're going to bring up um but you went with e street shuffle by bruce springsteen yes so this is off the album the wild the innocent and the e street shuffle and i remember playing this song for a friend of mine years and years ago and after he heard it, he was like, who is this? <laughs> I was like, that's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's a very much a departure from what you think about when you think of Bruce Springsteen's lyrics. It was one of, uh, I think it was his second album, his, his second studio album. There's only seven songs on this album, and it clocks in at about 50 minutes. This is the shortest track, and it's about four and a half minutes. But um, the whole album's very, like, musically kind of complex. There are these very Mm -hmm. long songs. And um, this is just a fun song. And I think because it's so different, you know, I I saw it with uh, the friend who I introduced it to. 
And uh, I think a lot of people probably listen to this and just wonder, like, what else is on this album? <laughs> That's because I think it is yes. all very different from what you think of when you hear Bruce Springsteen normally. Yeah, well, and I love it because we have another artist here coming up um, that I think this happens with as well. But, you know, this is his second album and it sounds nothing like his first one. And I and I it has to have been purposeful, right? Because he he I think had the foresight or it was just lucky happenstance that it worked out that way to realize it is like, you know what? I don't want to just be bucketed into kind of like um, almost like that Dylan sound, you yep. know, like in his first album. If you listen to Blinded by the Light on his yes. first album, which is the opening track yep. there, like that sounds kind of like a Dylan thing. And then you listen to this one off of his second album and you're like, wow, yeah, that's totally different. Um, and that's awesome. Like, I think he was really trying to show like, hey, don't don't try to pigeonhole me because I've got like a huge music career ahead of me. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's very different. I, I love the song. Um, so let's go on to track nine. You went with hands down by dashboard confessional now i'm familiar with dashboard confessional but i must confess pun intended i had not heard hands down but i really great song thank you yes um it is a good one and it's actually i think my favorite album of theirs um it was one of the ones that stayed in my car in the at the time six disc cd changer (laughs) Um, that I think was in the trunk. You know, it wasn't even the kind <laughs> right. that you could just like load them wow, in. Wow, <laughs> that, that's kind of a fancier car, I feel like, if you had the trunk one. <laughs> but it also meant you had to really know, like especially on road trips, you, you really you had, had to, to plan ahead to like... That is a commitment. You had to commit. Yeah. It is a commitment. Um, in a later car, I had the six-disc changer was actually in the center console. And I did, looking back, something really stupid, which is while driving on the highway, I learned how to swap them out <laughs> while keeping one hand on the wheel. <laughs> it, I'm very grateful I'm not. I'm not I mean, dead. Now, um, you, because... now you just text message all day and, uh, and FaceTime <laughs> right. while you drive. Thank goodness you're not changing right. Well, I was practicing, right. <laughs> The six just changing was practicing for texting and FaceTiming. I'm just kidding. Don't text and drive. Please keep your eyes on the road. Um, <laughs> but yes, great album. I mean, Dashboard Confessional got, I think, me and again, a lot of my friends like into emo. Um, and they were like pop emo. You know, obviously there is like a wide range of emo as well. But I would put this as kind of like popish. Right. And, um, yeah, I just had like a lot of feels to this album. I very distinctly remember being broken up with one night in high school. And then this was the album that I picked out of my six discs. And I was so happy that it was there because there's a lot of songs on there. And you're just like, yeah, I'm so kind of angry and hurt. And I'm going to blare this and drive home. And, <laughs> um, so, you know, now it's been, it's long enough, long enough time has passed. I'm no longer scarred by that relationship. So it's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to this album without breaking down. And I can listen to the yeah. album without triggering, you know, pain. But yeah, it's a great That's one. Perfect. It's perfect. No, a great song. I love the just the rhythm guitar in the back, just the driving like guitar was so good. Yeah, it's it's really good. He's he's very talented. He's a talented guy. He gets like a lot of crap for for this type of music, but I think he's got a lot of musical talent. All right. Track 10, Home Stretch. You have um, another great pick. You've got Once by Pearl Jam. Yeah, so I talked earlier about, you know, a song, an opening track, just wanting, like, making you want to listen to the rest of the album. And so I went back Mm -hmm. and I was like, what was Pearl Jam's opening song on their first album? And it was this. And, uh, yeah, you kind of get, it almost sounds like the band is, like, tuning up there at the beginning. 
and then the drums and guitar kick in and it's just i mean and then you hear eddie vedder's voice and it's just this incredible yeah. uh powerful song i feel like so i mean it's it's got you know yes it, it reminds me of the 90s but i feel like it's just a great rock song overall and uh, it is. the whole album it's off of pearl jim's 10 that uh it's i mean just a classic album but yeah this was just a great opener and and i thought it was incredible that this was like the opener on their opener. The, the first song you hear right. when you're introduced to the band. Yeah, yeah, all the way back in 1991. So there was no like downloading the single, right? Like this was yeah, what, that's what, right. you had to just, what you heard when you hit yes, play. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, no, amazing debut album and amazing first track for a debut album. Uh, this album also contains Alive, which is probably like th one of their most popular songs. A song that a lot of our listeners, if you know Pearl Jam, you probably know that song. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great album. Good good pick. Thank I like you. it. Thank you. So once again, track 11, uh, you picked this, an artist I was not familiar with, but I really enjoyed. This is Fiery Crash by Andrew Bird. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun whenever um, I feel like a... A little bit of joy whenever I get to introduce you to someone. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> really cool. And hopefully the same happens with our listeners. Um, um, but yes, Fire Crash by Andrew Bird. So Andrew Bird's, um, he, I don't know, his voice is just like so distinct and his sound I find be kind of distinct. It's like the album is like a little melancholy, but it's kind of like chill, but interesting. And I don't know. It's like, it's hard for me to describe the album. It's just very... It's it's very good. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to end up with just saying it's a very good album. Um, and I this is my favorite song off of the album. And it, and it happens to be the very first one, too. But it just there's so many other great ones on here. What I love about this song in particular is the lyrics are really kind of interesting because he he's painting the picture of you being in an airport. So like turnstiles and mezzanine jetway, jetways and Dramamine uh, fiends and x-ray machines, all of this. Um and then skip ahead a little bit. He says, a fatal premonition, you know you got to envision the fiery crash. And what he's kind of pointing out in a way that I never really considered is that it is really weird that when you hop on an airplane, one of the very first things that they have you do is envision the worst case scenario. <laughs> you know, like, welcome aboard. Here's a video now to tell you about what's going to happen if this plane goes down. <laughs> But we're so glad you're here. Have a great that, flight. <laughs> that is such a great point. And like nobody ever <laughs> flinches. If anything, we're like, okay, we get it. Move on. <laughs> right. And so the song is really just like exploring your mortality in a way. Um, that's, I think, his intent here is just that we, and this is, yeah, it's a way where we like face our mortality with open eyes and, and not even, maybe like you said, like you're, you're, uh, you know, your headphones on, your eyes are closed, you're ignoring it, especially if you fly all the time. But it's just so fascinating that that's literally how it kicks off. That'd be like if I invite you over to dinner and I'm like, now, Matt, <laughs> worst case scenario, this food's going to poison you. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, cool. Is there enough for seconds? Are we... Are we good? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now you get on flights and like, you know, you're not even thinking about that. You're more just like, man, I hope the Wi-Fi is not out. <laughs> right. right. Like that's most people's yeah. biggest concern. Like I can't text exactly. while I'm 30,000 feet in the air and flying. Ugh, Jeez, this is this rubbish. Is, what am I even paying for? What am I even paying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the last track on this version of, of the episode. If you're not on a Patreon one, we've got 
a pick that you're absolutely right I should have put on my list, but I'm glad that it's on yours. <laughs> Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. So I picked my list. I you you seem to take a long time to make your list. I feel like you really kind of uh, <laughs> like went back and forth on a lot of picks, and I I kind of went through mine pretty quickly. Like I had some songs in mind immediately. But I thought about this one, and I was like, well, Samer's going to pick this. So we're going to have our first double ever. Like, this is the right. first time we're going to have to eliminate one. But uh, I sent it to, to you, and you were like, nope, not on my list. And I was like, man, that is a little bit of an upset. Because I feel like you've referenced <laughs> this song and this album before. But it's off the uh, I have. 1989 album, Taylor Swift, uh, which is an incredible album. Um, again, I will say about Taylor Swift, like, she's incredibly talented, you know, I'm not in the demographic. <laughs> I have a, I have an eight-year-old sure. daughter. That's why I've listened to a lot of Taylor Swift. Um, but uh, I think this is just an incredible, uh, incredible song. I feel like it sounds like the rhythm of it reminds me of New York. So, of course, you know, welcome to New York. And um, it's uh, I just think it's a great song and, and just a great start to a great album. Yeah, it is. It's It's an amazing album. I had it on repeat endlessly whenever it first came out um i was not a big taylor swift fan but someone got me to listen to this to this album and i was like wow this is this is really good i i tip my hat to <laughs> to taylor swift uh not that she needed it because now she's like a mega star and one of the most powerful people in music but still you know a little hat tip to her i think that um, put her in a good place though right like she's she's more <laughs> yeah. ready now that she got that from you exactly <laughs> Um, yes, it is. It's an amazing song. This is the song I was referencing earlier when I mentioned like someone coming out with an album that is nothing like what they've yeah. done before. And that's that's what she did here. Right. Like she she was country. Um, and even, you know, like her even this song is kind of that story. Like she moved from Tennessee to New York and she fell in love with New York and like she went from country to pop and she is she crushes pop. Um, Sadly, I have to report that Gothamist was not so happy about um, about the song and said that it was, quote, the worst NYC what? anthem of all oh time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so rude. Such a New Yorker thing to say. Well, right? luckily for them, I'm from <laughs> Texas. So for me, a girl who used to sing country singing about New York is just about perfect. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Moving to the big city. I mean, that's what I'm doing every day. Just a small town boy. <laughs> Uh, you're going to make it after all, I tell you. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, there is, I mean, just 12 opening tracks. We're going to have four more on our Patreon. But, I mean, I can't wait to see the Instagram comments about opening tracks that we missed and we overlooked. Because I'm sure that's going to introduce us to so many more albums uh, and artists that um, we're not familiar with. It. So, um, definitely... Uh, can't wait to see that. And, and definitely another reason to follow us on Instagram just to uh, get caught up on that yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's like one of my favorite things is whenever I start asking people for recommendations. Uh, it's a, it's really fun. And I literally go and listen to every single one of them. Um, and it's great. Like my music library is just is overflowing as a yeah. result. So yes, at Super Awesome Mix, you can find us there and give us a follow and let us know what you think and what we miss. Yes. And check out the website, superawesomemix.com. We've got merchandise and check out our events page where you can start bringing Super Awesome Mixes to your events in the very near future. Near future. So get signed up there. Sounds great. I can't wait. All right. Well, there you go. Another super awesome mix for your collection. 
We will be back next week with another one. So for Samer, this is Matt, and we'll see you then. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop dlmsupplycode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplycode.com.